Hello, this is Dan Sandoval with the Recycling Today Media Group. Today I'm talking with Ron Gonin uh, with the Closed Loop Fund, an initiative developed by the retailer Walmart along with a number of other companies with the goal of making recycling available to all America. The fund aims to invest uh, around $100 million in recycling infrastructure projects and spur private and public funding for transforming the recycling system in the United States. Mr. Gonan will be one of the keynote speakers at our upcoming Paper and Plastics Recycling Conference and Trade Show, which will take place October 8th through the 10th in Chicago. Uh, uh, greetings, Ron. And um, first thing is, take a you take a minute and tell me a bit of your background. I know you were a, a founder of a Recycle Bank, as well as uh, you were involved uh, very intimately uh, with New York City's recycling program, and now with the Closed Loop Fund. Tell me about uh, uh, your background and a little about those companies and those operations. Sure. Uh, well, I, I co-founded uh, Recycle Bank in 2004 and was the CEO of Recycle Bank from 2004 to 2010. Uh, I then helped uh, co-found a company in the jeweler space called Linhart Design, which is located in New York City, uh, that uh, works only in recycled metals and ethically sourced stones. And then in 2012, I joined the Bloomberg administration as the Deputy Commissioner of Sanitation to rebuild New York City's recycling program and long-term waste diversion goals. And then uh, as I transitioned out in 2014, as the mayor left office, I uh, co-founded, along with Rob Kaplan at Walmart, the Closed Loop Fund. Tell me a little bit about Closed Loop Fund. I gave a quick little boilerplate on it, but what is its goal and who you're targeting? A little bit more about, I guess, the approach for, and why closed loop uh, you feel is going to be an effective tool to boost recycling? The closed loop fund is chartered to provide the capital necessary to ensure that all American households have access to recycling. And that requires uh, a few things, but namely making sure that uh, carts are out in front of every home, that there's uh, public space recycling containers, and that there's uh, advanced and modern processing uh, technology available in uh, in all the regions of the country, and so we'll be providing capital to invest in in that type of infrastructure. Well, as someone has has addressed uh, or come at the recycling sector from different perspectives, an entrepreneur, uh, recycling advocate in New York City, and heading a fund uh, uh, such as Closed Loop, what have you learned uh, about the recycling sector? The recycling sector is complex and diverse. I think a lot of people think of recycling as just one entity, but in fact it involves uh, the paper industry, which is a huge industry unto itself, the plastics industry, which is a huge industry unto itself, and complex by itself because there's multiple types of plastics. You've got your metal, you've got your glass, and then there's other commodities and forms of recycling. So number one, it's very complex. Number two is everybody involved in this do a much better job of explaining to uh, citizens and cities and businesses the economic value to recycling and the economic risks of, of not recycling. Shifting gears slightly here, it seems like more consumer products companies, Walmarts and the like, Procter & Gamble's, Colgate, Palmolive, et cetera, et cetera, are becoming more conscious of the need to develop a, a sustainability po uh, policies. Can you highlight a couple of positive steps that some of these consumer products companies have taken recently that, that kind of will help propel uh, and improve the, I guess, the, the landscape for uh, sustainability as the recycling industry going forward. I, I'll give you a perfect example of, of 
of Walmart. So they were spending close to half a billion dollars a year exporting their back of the store waste to landfill. They realized most of it's recyclable. They redid their waste system, and now they're taking what was a half a billion dollar cost center, and they turned it into a profit center. They're selling all the cardboard, the plastic, and the aluminum. And so through that realization, they started then looking at, well, if products could be made out of recycled content, uh, that should drive the cost of products down um, and create local jobs in American cities. And people have local jobs, now they have disposable income that they can come back to Walmart and, and uh, participate in, in our business. And so that's a great example, I think, of a, of a major company going through a full circle realization of the opportunities of, of recycling and, and being uh, more sustainable. And then at a macro level, I think everybody's aware that there's, there's issues around uh, landfill space, there's issues around uh, climate change, and if you don't address those as a corporate uh, citizen, the government may force you to address it, and that is generally much more expensive than if you would have just addressed it on your own. Last question, where do you see, you know, having uh, these different positions and, and being, being in the business for, for more than 10 years, um, uh, things have accelerated quite a bit, but where do you see the recycling sector in the next uh, one to three years? I think the biggest advancement we're going to see in the next one to three years is a rapid expansion of curbside organics programs. Okay, to learn more about Closed Loop, the Closed Loop Fund, uh, and, other top, and hearing from other top industry experts who will be discussing the key issues and topics in the recycling industry, make sure to register for our annual paper and, paper and plastics recycling conference and trade show. It's, again, to be held uh, October 8th through the 10th in downtown Chicago. And for more information or to register, go to uh, www.recyclingtodayevents.com. Thank you.